Welcome to Reclaim Your Voice, and I'm your host, Sarita Jangiani. Reclaim Your Voice is about unearthing the hidden aspects of yourself, ones you've hidden away or buried. It's about discovering your true essence so you can speak with genuine authenticity and fully embody your own truth. This podcast isn't about clinging to old narratives that limit us and keep us small. By clinging to invisible boundaries, it's about empowering ourselves to step boldly into our authenticity, reshape our realities, and bring our dreams into alignment with our lives. Today on Reclaim Your Voice, we're going to talk about grief. Grief has been coming in a lot lately, so I thought I would do a podcast focusing on giving voice to grief. And when I'm talking about grief, I'm talking about all the ways it comes in, from losing a loved one to maybe ending a relationship. It could be a sense of collective grief and everything in between. It's this loss for what was or what could have been. Maybe we had dreams um, that we hoped of what we do with our loved ones that were cut short or that are no longer possible because maybe we've ended a relationship. And I also hope that we can find inspiration in grief, that it inspires us not to put life on hold and wait for that perfect moment or for that perfect someone to come along to share those moments with, or to begin those journeys. What I've learned from my journey so far with grief is that perfection doesn't exist. But what does is messy, inspired action. Um, You know, deciding to do something that may not be perfect, but it's something you've been longing to do. And there's never going to be that perfect time to do it. And I want to take a moment to talk about just that feeling of grief, right? And I've noticed just reflecting on my own journey and then being more aware of others as well when they're dealing with grief is that often when it comes in, we turn away from it. We might keep busy or occupy our mind or even shunning moments of silence so we don't have to feel into the pain, into the loss. And even that physical pain that comes with grief, it kind of feels sometimes like you've been sucker punched or I can't even put words to it. It's just sometimes even this really empty feeling. I know at times for me, it even feels like my my chest or my heart hurts. I've also noticed that we turn a blind eye, maybe thinking that if I don't acknowledge that grief exists, that it doesn't bother me or that what happened to that other person won't happen to me. And I remember when my mother was diagnosed with ALS, that people who were in her life, some of them just dropped off. Maybe they'd visit once or twice, but some didn't want to acknowledge that this is a reality that could happen to anyone. Um, Others saw what the disease was doing to her and they were like, you know, I can't, I can't see this. Um, Some would tell me, you know, this is too distressful for me. I, I can't be around your mother. Or I had some people saying, you know, Sarita, let's just don't talk about talk about that. It give it stresses me out. It's too much for me to handle. And you know, some also had to rationalize why something like this, you know, getting a terminal disease would happen. And I remember one person saying, "Oh well, that's karma. 
it's it's a way to rationalize this belief in a just world and that for some reason they're protected and this will never happen to them. So for me, it was really eye-opening to see all the ways that people deal with grief and death and loss and the lengths that one can go to run away from this, avoid facing this reality. The pain, the loss, we can't escape it. It will always be there. And we may think we can hide from our grief, but it comes out. Even the ways we are avoiding grief is grief coming out. So from keeping busy to never wanting to be alone, some turn to alcohol, drown into work, the list goes on, but grief is the driver there. Feeling it can be so cathartic and it's painful, I'm not going to lie. It's hard to sit with grief, but what leaves us fragile and vulnerable also makes us realize what we desire more of what we want in life, what we love, and even what we can say goodbye to in our lives that no longer serves us. And this isn't an easy journey, but walking it lets you feel again. It won't erase the sadness. That's a part of us. You know, There, the sadness comes sometimes in twinges. It can come at any moment. I may be going out for a walk, just loving basking in the sun. And then suddenly maybe I'll smell uh, a flower. There'll be a memory that comes to me. And suddenly there's that moment of silence. It becomes a part of our journey. Sometimes there's moments that you feel that sense of loss and emptiness. But I've noticed grief also drives me to follow my dreams. And even more than that, to be the person I want to be, someone who acts in alignment with their values, who questions the bullshit that we follow and is not willing to just go with the status quo. I think about all the things my mother, especially as an immigrant, sacrificed for me. And sometimes when I'm in difficult situations, I think, can I do this? You know, this is really challenging. Do I have the ability? I have self-doubt and I question and I go, no, this is something I'm going to pursue no matter what happens. This is something that I really want to do and I'm going to press forward. And the other thing that I wanted to talk about when we're going through grief is that what are we afraid of if we witness, share, or talk about our pain and fears to others, right? The pain that comes with grief will continue to exist in silence. Why is it that letting it out is so hard? And I remember, and it was really strange how I'm, how society views emotions and that we should hide it. I remember at my mother's funeral, I had this song playing and uh, I started crying and somebody came up to me and they're like, don't cry. And, you know, I was thinking, this is a funeral. I just lost my mother and you're telling me not to cry. We really in our society like to to sweep emotions you know under the rug we we don't want to face or deal there's healing through feeling your emotions and letting it out and there's healing that comes from building a community that you can surround yourself with to face the darkness together to face the pain together maybe it will also inspire us to make change to advocate for change to create something better and also lead with compassion. And I hope that we create a world 
that's not sown from a place of darkness, that brings in moments of light and helps to illuminate others. So what does grief teach us? For me, it taught me to be better, focusing more on the people in my life, focusing on and enhancing aspects of my work that will make changes in a positive way. I don't want to keep busy with kind of that busy work, but how do I bring meaning to my work, to my relationships? Um, instead of doing work for the purpose of seeking out the accolades of others. So I hope that this podcast has left you with moments to think about your own journey with grief, how you experience it, building community, and what grief may be teaching you. Depending on where you are with grief, some we need to take our time with it as well. I'm not by any means saying that we need to rush through it, but I hope there's also moments where you find inspiration, that it leads you to make a positive impact, to reflect on your own life and think about what it is that you want, what is the legacy you want to leave.